Radio Gaga. Today we are here with Malini and Anushka, both of whom are a part of Project Pahunch. So why don't you all tell us a little bit about yourselves? Hi guys, my name is Malini and I'm the external relations manager at Project Pahunch. Uh, so what Project Pahunch basically is is when the pandemic hit and everything went online, our founders Malika and Ishan, who couldn't join us today, uh, realized that. a lot of people were left behind and we all kind of moved on to online learning and zoom classes but there were a lot of kids out there who didn't have access to anything and so for them schooling completely stopped so they decided to start this initiative called project for hodge and what our aim is basically to make education more accessible to these kids so we teamed up with a few ngos teach for india angel express anywhere classroom etc and we try to get devices to the kids of these ngos so that they can continue with their online learning my name is anushka jaipuria and i'm the social media strategist for project for hodge uh, since i'm the social media strategist i think um, i'll talk about how that plays a huge role in our project for hodge initiative and it's basically because our whole demand is so much more than our supply right now and that is why social media and instagram is playing a huge role in making us reach a lot of people because our whole business model is two things right we either accept old devices or we accept uh, people to buy new devices via our vendor so the whole idea to do this is to reach more and more people because when one person donates it is very unlikely that they are going to donate again uh, the whole social media angle also comes in okay so uh, i know that you guys recently started the project pahunch and uh, i know our listeners would love to know more about it so can you tell us a little more and how it started like where the idea came from uh, the whole idea of project pahunch came from a very personal issue to be honest so you know the minute all our schools moved online very normally acted like it wasn't a big deal because we all have say not one but at least two or three devices at home that we are very uh, accessible to the internet and our devices and we realized that a lot of our help children themselves don't have access to the uh, online education or even have access to the internet for that matter so when one of our help student actually asked us that you know can you help us and can you give us a phone that's when we realized there is a huge problem out there and we don't realize because of our privilege to be honest and it really hit us hard and i think that's how the whole project pahunch initiative began yeah i think uh, project pahunch is a really lovely initiative and uh, i think all are doing so well and as you all only post on social media the everyone moved online but they left the children behind who couldn't you know afford technology so that's really nice so anushka came up with that tagline <laughs> all of the entire social media is just coming <laughs> that's really nice i really loved it so um, if one has to donate their old gadgets or phones what is the procedure to go about it see the whole procedure to donate a device is the fact that we reach out to people preferably as of now in and around bombay and ask them for three devices phones tablets or laptops and we use a delivery system usually we fast and they deliver the devices to us and we deliver and reach out to our children via ngos as malini mentioned before but we also have started a whole new side to this angle where we say you can also buy new devices if people don't have old devices at home and we do this via our vendor so we have a vendor and we get transferred to the vendor's bank account 
and the devices come to us and then we also do send pictures of say the devices or us donating the devices to our children to the vendors so they actually know their device has reached a child and is actually helping someone in need so that we both have a spreadsheet knowing where what device is going and also access proof obviously that's really nice so where do you all find these kids who need devices So like Anushka had mentioned, we've teamed up with NGOs and that's where we're getting most of our kids from. So Anywhere Classroom, Teach for India and Angel Express, because they teach so many kids, they kind of have access to the information of all the kids who need devices. Um, but other than that, we've also had a lot of personal cases. For example, um, my tailor's children didn't have devices. So it kind of depends. Mostly we've been um, teaming up with NGOs, but if a personal case comes up, then we accept that as well. That's so nice. Honestly, it's such a nice, uh, I just love it. <laughs> like, I think it's really nice you're trying to help every single person that comes your way who needs it. Into the world, you realize that so many people Yeah, I think it. it's something that comes so easily to us that we don't even realize that it's actually a problem. Yeah. And then once you start, you kind of realize that the problem doesn't end because even though we've helped some children there's still so many that don't have devices we honestly don't even realize our privilege like we sit and we crib about online classes yeah, and zoom and stuff exactly. like that and people can't even access stuff like that yeah. on the similar lines a big eye opener for me was when i realized that there are people that are actually dropping out of school you know india anyway has a literacy problem and an education problem where not too many people are i mean girls especially and all of that i know we're moving out of it but it still exists to so the fact that people who are in school even they are dropping out for no fault of their own because of no device is just unfair in my mind and i think that was a huge eye opener for us and we realized especially i want to say this 10th and 12th graders they have board exams and if they miss like three four months of school when you are crucial board years it it really acts as a huge damaging factor for your future and i think all of us as students are also you know we feel for them and as you rightly mentioned we take advantage of the same we wake up at 7:30 leave our you know lectures on and go to sleep we don't realize how the struggle that in indian students face is it's like anushka said every year that in india every year that you you give exams it kind of reflects how you do in the next year so if a kid misses classes during the 10th and 12th grade and they do badly then that affects their um placements for the next year and it's kind of like an event like a cycle that you get stuck in and you can't get out of so it's really important that the 10th and 12th graders have access to education so that they can kind of move on with their life and get out of that cycle and i think that even like because of covid uh, everything has moved online and covid is not going anywhere for like another year i'm guessing and you know it's a big change get, getting devices for kids cuz they are going to need it for another year or two like minimum on the same lines i do think that covid has also acted as an enabler to to make the world realize that there is so much uh, opportunity and online education available that now people have realized that i mean i think it's here to stay to be really honest i don't think online education and the habit of online education is going to go just because covid has ended even if schools reopen i feel like schools will depend more on electronics has anybody realized the fact that kids probably won't have another rainy day holiday ever again because now that we can do things online and teachers have realized that 
I feel like even if schools go back to normal and one day for some reason kids can't go to school, they'll just have classes online. I'm glad we got out of school when we did. So that we had our rainy days. <laughs> That's what was another new rainy day was, you know, when Bombay didn't have electricity. That was the whole new rainy day holiday. That's all the questions from my side. Uh, we're going to move on to Kayana. Give me your, give me your, give me your attention, baby. I got to tell you a little something about yourself. Uh, hi guys, we're back with Malini and Anushka. So your initiative is still pretty new. Have there been any challenges you faced in terms of finding donors or even having people take you seriously? So one of the biggest issues we have actually faced is finding donors. So earlier, you know, it was it used to be our personal contacts, and we used to send out uh, WhatsApp blasts and social media blasts on say our building groups and Facebook messages and all of that because. finding donors is our key right if we don't have donors our project falls flat to be really honest after we have grown and we have got around 200 devices now we've also um, started reaching out to a lot of clubs and uh, like student clubs rotary clubs etc and one of the clubs even helped us get 65 devices which is almost um, 6 lakhs monetarily so these clubs have been really really helpful and without them we wouldn't really have been able to reach the goal that we've reached today i think it's really nice that one single club has helped you get so many devices um, yeah it was pretty crazy we didn't even expect it because everyone we were reaching out to before was like helping us with maybe like 5 6 devices which is still a lot but 65 was just something that we couldn't have even imagined i think what really worked there was that they care about the cause a lot and you could see that in the way they were speaking to us itself like they were super passionate about it and they were really like encouraging about what we were doing so it seemed like a promising call ever since the meeting happened but we still didn't expect it to be as great as it was even other clubs like nsshr which are the student run clubs so it's just like kids like you and me basically donated devices worth 45000 rupees which is a lot and that was another club that we weren't expecting a lot from but they really really helped us so hearing this we would love to know about some of the heartwarming stories you've been a witness to whilst working with project porch so one of the most heartwarming things that we did realize while doing and donating devices was that you know how these children had so many aspirations and dreams which are act- which were bigger than ours to be honest someone wanted to be a football player someone wanted to be a bank manager or somebody wanted to be a scientist a physicist and to think that people with such big dreams are dropping out of 10th grade for not having a device seemed really uh, just really sad to be honest so i think uh, making dreams come true was actually a whole campaign we did on social media also we made a whole video for the same to actually 
put it out there that you know all these people have all these children small children have dreams as well and for example there was this one girl who was i think only in the fifth standard and she very confidently said i want to be an ias officer and we all were like that so cute and that you know you ha- it's nice to see that people don't think of the disadvantages in their life and we don't want to add to the disadvantage to be honest which is what project porch is trying to eliminate so um yeah i think that was a really heartwarming thing that we saw and i think when you actually put like faces to these names or these numbers because we all know the statistics we know that poverty in india is like really rampant but when you actually put names and faces and stories behind these numbers it's really impactful was one of the first um devices that i like when i had just joined someone basically found out that i was doing this and it got to a tailor that um used to help us make curtains and he called me and he was just telling me about his situation and he couldn't go to work because he had two kids a son and a daughter and he was the only one with a smartphone and he couldn't leave his house without his phone so he had to stay back every day for his kids to attend class and that kind of took away from his daily wage because these people are daily wage workers and so again it was a full cycle and then we actually gave them devices and i you could see the gratitude not only on the kids face but also his father's face and i think when you see the impact it kind of really makes makes up for any issues you're going through while going through the process yeah it can be very disheartening to see such ambitious kids make such strong decisions so early in their life like dropping out or something like that it's yeah. like really sad it's yeah. been the fifth standard and know what an ias officer is is really astounding because when i was in the fifth standard i didn't know anything like i knew there was an air hostess and there was a doctor and a banker but that's it like i never knew what an ias officer was no we spoke about how we try to help as many people as we can so i remember one day malaika and her father actually grocery shopping and they got talking with a vendor and the vendor said you know i have two children and they're not able to attend class and i've missed like around 3 months of uh school so malaika i immediately said yeah we'd love to help and all of that and the very next day i actually read this message and my whole my heart melted so it was a it was the vendor messaged malaika's father and it was in marathi but we translated it and it was at least i mean it was a huge long paragraph about how how much this small gesture of ours meant to him and his whole family and his children and now because of you my kids can study was the uh, summary of that paragraph and i think i genuinely think that made my whole week i was like this is why we do what we do that's really nice cuz you know i mean it it matters so much to them and a small like gesture from us makes such a big difference to them so on a lighter note i know that ishan is the only guy in a group full of girls how does he feel about that and do you all bully him a lot so for those of you who don't know who ishan is he is one of the co-founders he and malaika are brother and sister so they started this together not only is ishan the only boy he's also the youngest out of us all and none of us bully him but malaika and him obviously she's his older sister so there's always some fights going on here and there and i think we try to diffuse the situation to the best of our abilities but yeah i think there is a little bit of bullying there this i don't agree i remember there was one time when malaika and ishan had a full fledged argument on a zoom call and malini natalia and i did nothing to help we were just sitting and laughing that's right okay we laughed we laughed but then we got like out of chill and of it is related to project pot but they just keep quarreling 
and we do get entertained i'm not going to deny that but we try to tell malaika to calm down every once in a while oh were you guys always friends from the start or was there any awkwardness that came with working with someone new so i was friends with malaika but i didn't know anushka or natalia or ishan at all i mean i knew who ishan was i knew um he was malaika's brother but i had never actually interacted with him and i joined the team a little bit late but honestly everyone was really welcoming and malaika and i have been good friends for a while so it was it was really comfortable right from the first meeting so i think it was pretty great so i knew natalia malaika from the start and i knew i had mutuals with malini so i'd heard of her and i don't think um it was any it was awkward at all to be honest it just felt like a group of friends doing something together so it was quite cool i think it's always better working with friends cuz there's a smoother flow and it's more comfortable yeah and there's like if you're doing something wrong it's just easier to tell someone when you're friends with them because you know that you're not going to offend them in any manner there have been so many times where you know maybe i disagree completely and all four of them want to do something and i just don't want to do it so there's no hesitance on my part to say you know i don't agree because i think we're all we've all found that comfort so uh, we'll be taking a short break and we'll be back with natalia Walking down 29th and Park I saw you in another's arms Only a month we've been apart You look happier Saw you walk inside a bar He said something to make you laugh saw that both your smiles were twice as wide as ours yeah you look happier you do ain't nobody hurt you like i hurt you ain't nobody love you like i do promise that i will not take it personal baby if you're moving on with someone new You look happier you do My friends told me one day I'll feel it too Until then I'll smile and hide the truth I know I was happier with you Hey yeah hey yeah hey yeah Hey guys welcome back That was an amazing cover of Happier by Rusha Dastoor. Uh, so my first question is, we know that this initiative began because of the pandemic. Uh, so once the pandemic is over or it's on the verge of being over and the schools start resuming again, what do you think is the future of Project Pahaj? It's all a little uncertain and it's up in the air. But as I mentioned before, I don't think the whole pattern of online education is going anywhere anytime soon. And I think it's here to stay. So if that is the case, and if schools do depend on electronic devices and want students to, you know, do courses online or do more interactive stuff using the internet, the demand of devices is still going to remain. And I think if that remains, then Project Pods remains relevant. I think. online studying is a really good resource because i think that's the best way to promote equal opportunity because if i'm using an online source then someone else who has access to internet can use the exact same source whereas if we're in private schools and government schools then 
that kind of not the same situation so yeah i don't think online education is going to go anywhere for a while so hopefully there's still going to be a demand and we can continue doing what we're doing i feel like it will go to a certain extent but i think that there'll be a hybrid version where there will be partly like personal education when there are teachers teaching you and there will be a version where there is e education that is happening so i feel like there'll be a hybrid version so i completely agree uh with you saying that the devices and the need for devices is not going to go anywhere uh we would love to know about an idea that you have that you think can change the world honestly i think education is it like however much we want to fight for world peace and all of those things i think unless everyone's educated and everyone has equal opportunity to do something with their lives we're not going to attain that goal so i think it's a lot to do with you know accessibility and people who are privileged the minute they realize their privilege and realize that there are people who aren't as privileged and they help people get to the level that they are that's when the world will become a better place and i think i want to connect it back to project for hoch because how much ever we are trying to help we are you know getting people up to the mark where they should have already been so if we continue doing what we are doing i think education accessibility and equality can really really change the world it's such a small thing that people take so much advantage of education can really change the world and i completely agree and my last question is who are some of the people that you consider as role models okay this is going to sound super cliche i know but honestly i see my parents or like my family in general because i don't think i would have any of like my models or my principles without them and them kind of teaching me early on that things like equality and just being fair and being kind is important and they've kind of led by example okay so i'm not going to uh, talk about anyone in particular but i do think that you know nowadays a lot of young people when i say young i mean from the age of 20 to 30 are doing a lot of their own startups and they're all being uh, i mean they're almost market disrupting and creating great profit and i think that's really inspiring for young kids of our age to see you know that people your age are doing so much more and there is so much more that you can do it just makes you wonder of the capabilities and opportunities that are lying ahead and i think that's really inspiring nice i completely agree with both of you like we like family is it's the main role model you can have because you grow up with them and you see how they are behaving and that's sort of the behavioral characteristics that you also pick up and also about the entrepreneurs that we're getting and all these people that are just coming out of nowhere and they're so talented and they're so young and we're just like what are we doing with our lives we could be doing this we could be achieving this and it's just great uh so now we'll just make it a little more fun we've added a segment called who's more likely to so we'll all be asking you questions and you just have to say out of all five of us in project for hunch who's most likely to do whatever we ask you okay who's most likely to manage their cool when things are going south anushka natalia okay who's most likely to work their charm and find more donors natalia natalia who gets annoyed when people ask stupid questions malaika <laughs> who never replies on the whatsapp group me shan <laughs> oh actually shan shan yeah sorry yeah. i take that back once i it just takes me time to read uh, who's always late for zoom meetings natalia <laughs> who's always dazed out of the five of you all Ishan Ishan yeah yeah <laughs> so 
guys that's the end of the show we've honestly love having malini and anushka on the show and i hope you've learned and you know learned a lot about project bahut thank you so much for coming on our show we hope you enjoyed thank you so much for being here today and i think you all have really like widened our horizon to how much privilege we have and i really think the listeners should go and check out their social media and try to help out in their own way anushka you should have plugged our socials Yeah, I really should at least follow and project more. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening in, and stay tuned for our next episode.